Hey love, welcome to Divine Alignment, the podcast. This is a space where we bridge the gap between your soul and your human, and we speak pure magic. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so happy to just have a conversation with you to get in your field and get in your energy and to just get to know a little bit more about what you do, your perspective of things. Uh, And in general, I feel like every time you talk and you speak on whatever topic it is that it's, you know, the one in the moment, there's always so much reflection. There's always so much um, depth that I think you're here to bring to all of us. And I'm really excited uh, to just be in conversation with you. I don't have a particularly topic that I want us to to cover, but I just basically wanted to open up the space for whatever is meant to come through, through us, you know, for all of us who are listening and, and get the privilege to to be in this conversation. I think for anybody that is listening, Amaya and I, you know, have always felt this, or at least for me, have always felt this really, you know, beautiful connection, soul connection, soul recognition. And it's always been this like soul family. And and just being here in this space with you, I am really happy to to see what comes through. Mm-hmm. And for for those listening, Omaya, just a little bit about like the work that you do and, you know, your mission here on earth um, so that uh, they also get to know uh, that piece of you. Mm-hmm. So before I'm answering this, I also want to really acknowledge and celebrate our connection that feels divine from day one. And it's very beautiful, like you're saying, that this is soul family. And at the same time, it's like, it's a soul family. And I also feel in in some way, it's also like an earth family in the sense of, I am not sure that my soul and your soul really are coming from the same space, right? Because there's something with you that many times it's a little bit more like an alien vibe. And for me my vibes are more like coming from the, you know, the heavens and angels and things like that. Mm -hmm. But then I do know that we, me and you, we've met in this lifetime because we are working, I would say. We're working together. We're doing steps together, even if those steps are coming from different vibes in the upper realms it's very, very clear that we're working together, at least from my perspective. Indeed. I agree with that. Thank you for that. Yeah. So to know a little bit more about my work and my services, I, you know, it's like, it's very hard for me to speak about it without acknowledging my past. So I had an awakening, a very, we can even say classical, like written in the books, awakening when I was in my 30s, like one day to the other, I have completely changed. Oh. Yes. (laughs) Tell me more. (laughs) It was overnight. And of course, there there was some catch-up that the rest of the body needed to do. So the spiritual body was completely awakened and ignited within a night 
And then there was a catch-up that needed to happen to the emotional, physical, and mental bodies so they could adjust. But definitely when this strong beam of light is entering, it's like you catch up. It's like there's no, it's like it's really clear what we're doing here. And then the practical application of it was that I started um, working with consciousness consciously and playing with consciousness and learning how intentionally to shift consciousness for myself and for others. And the application of it was that I started learning healing and started offering healing. And it was very, very, very traditional healing. So it was hands-on healing. I would put my hands and run certain frequencies or certain energies or certain mudras on someone's energetic body in order to move things. Or I would use my breath to move people into half-trans state or my legs or my full body. So it was really hands-on, like we say, but body work. And it was also very much based on techniques. So even if it was a running of a certain frequency, there was a way to move my energetic body and my awareness to resonate with that frequency to fill up a certain space. And in that space, whoever is in that space would be touched and resonate with it and by that elevate or shift. So I've traveled the world learning and then I traveled the world teaching for many, many years. And there was something within me that really evolved in the way that I'm understanding healing and the way that I understand transmission. And I'm not talking about mental understanding, but really like embodying healing and embodying transmissions and, and understanding how energy work, how frequency work, all of that. And I've realized that I cannot keep on teaching techniques. And I've started to look at how can I support the people around me so let's say that in that time I was already a teacher and I was actually even a master teacher at that time. So I would initiate other people to teach others. Mm. And I searched what would be the thing, like how would I work? And I've realized that it really would be wise that I would work with the people who initiate others. I would work with the healers that heal others. I would work, like become a type of a person to go to when you work with other people. Because I was, at that time, I was already more than 15 or 16 years super active all around the world. I've initiated like thousands of thousands of people. And... And I started dedicating my energy to what will make the shift from someone who's entering the healing world or entering the light service world from a place of the wounded healer or the hippie 
or you know like the one who is with a very active body of pain and doing a lot of shadow work into someone who is doing light work and who's really okay with his power and with the fact that he receives power he received power from a very specific for a very specific reason and that he received a very specific constitution that create a combination between being someone who's very very sensitive and delicate and intuitive and empathic and psychic and at the same time someone who can have a lot of impact a lot of strength and can transform things not only for himself but other can transform in his presence and really take those we can even say that in some time that could be experienced as polarity the level mm. of potency and the level of strength with how fragile and how delicate you feel and then uh, it just took me into a long path of writing and channeling and mapping different things though so I mapped the template of of a sensitive person of an empathic person the energetic template and then the different imprints of the different types of people uh, I mapped I don't know if I can say map for that but I wrote what I named the awakened healer which is how do you serve light not through body of pain and still transform and still create miracles like that do we need to learn through pain in what intensity do we need pain, etc. Um, and I wrote something that I think I shared with you, which was very beautiful and still, I love the way that you named it, you called it evolutionary codes, which is, I named it the fourth heaven windows to the universe. It's, this is a huge content of, what I name as universal chakra. So the chakra system is what we use as we are living on the planet in the 3D. Mm -hmm. As the time is passing, it's like, for me, a little bit mechanical. We evolved so much in terms of energy, in terms of capacity, in terms of our mental body. Our mental body is in inflation. What our mental body is able to do, to process, to, to work through during a day, what our emotional body is able to go through during a day, it's nothing to compare to how we were as humanity like 2,000, 3,000 years ago. And still we are operating through a very mechanical chakra system. Now, there's nothing wrong with it because this is how we are designed, but this is not all of what we have. And then I started to describe and write everything that I call a universal chakra, which is between us, the 3D person who's living here, and our higher self, which signed the contract of our life in the higher heaven. What is the links? There's only the contract? Like, this is the only thing? We got a contract that reveals itself as we evolve, and that is that? It's impossible. It's not the truth. 
And there is a long links, like a long list of links of connection between the 3D experience and the fourth heaven, the temple of our creation, where we decided to participate in this realm beyond even incarnation. So this is a whole evolutionary, revolutionary teachings mm-hmm. that I hold. And I feel that what is happening to people that started to tap into this knowledge and accept an awakening of, of those universal chakras within their presence is the experience of living and what you're able to do in this world is completely different. The way that you understand how you create in this world shifts completely. How is that experience for you of the shift and the the acknowledgement of a different type of creation from that space? A concept that could be spiritual concepts starts to be awakened, you know, timeline and timelines and the limitation of yesterday and tomorrow and the fact that we have parallel timelines and how we can access them are not a theory anymore for me. It's not it's not a theory, it's not something that oh yeah, it's it becomes vivid within me, alive within me. And you know, there's many different different things that are described in the universal chakras. So, for example, the things that I love to mention many times is, you know, your charisma, your talent. Where is the talent in the energetic body? Where is your talent? But you have an imprint, right? You have a signature. You have a blueprint. There is you. and This is only you. And there's no repetition. So how come it is not mapped in the universe, in, in, in the auric field? It is in the auric field. So where in the auric field is it is? Or the way that you're able to communicate telepathically, where is it in the universal chakras? It exists. So we know, okay, somewhere in the third eye, we can communicate telepathically, but it's not only there. Your understanding of content beyond the verbal expression of it, your relation to advanced information and application of advanced information you're in the normal chakra system you root in the ground and this is it right it's simple and then you can have yourself ask yourself questions like how do i root and but for me i don't feel that i am rooted in the ground i actually rooted somewhere in the heavens this is where my money is coming from this is where my success is coming from from this is where I feel nourished and this is where I get my sleep, like I, I, spiritual sleep, spiritual nutrition. So we cannot say that everyone is grounded on earth. Some people are grounded in, in food. Some people are grounded in making love. Some people are grounded in prayer. We are all grounded through our embodiment. This is where we're grounded. So there's something in the way that earth becomes sweet to you. This is the real grounding. Something where earth, somewhere where earth feels home to you. And your earth could be rock, your earth could be cloud, your earth could be sand, your earth could be whatever. And it's, it's way beyond the technical, mechanical way 
that is described in the chakra system, in the normal chakra system. So it's like this map is huge. It's a huge, it's technology for me. I look at it as technology. I look at it as a biocosmic knowledge. And it's, it gives you a whole new experience of life. Mm. And so do you find, because I think it's really interesting that you mentioned the fact that, for example, you say, I'm not rooted on earth. I'm actually rooted in, in, in heavens. I'm rooted in, in somewhere else. And because what I wanted to go back a little bit was your spiritual awakening when you said, you know, it happened in one day and it happened in energetics. And then my body was eventually catching up to it. And because I'm always so interested in the integration of the speed of light and the speed of the density of the physical body. Because when I think about rooted on earth, there is a piece of me, and this is personally speaking, that it has been catalyst for me to stay connected quote unquote, on earth, which is my body, right? Because the body is actually the thing that connects us, you know, the deepest through earth because it's a more dense, dense uh, energetics of it. Um, so when we, I feel like when we talk about all of these things and somebody that is, you know, walking in and having a spiritual awakening and listening to all of this, I think a lot of the times is non-conceptual or very wide, big ideas can be hard to, to, to integrate, to embody, to, okay, well, what, how does that look like today? So when I ask you, for example, you know, how did noticing all of these concepts and not even being rooted here on earth looks like to you in a human level, looks like to you in this life, looks like to you every day. So what are the, the things that knowing what you know, and being aware of what you're aware of changes your human experience first. How does that get to look like in your human experience? And the other question that I have is just curious about, you know, how, how do you stay grounded in this experience when, where, when there is no sense of, of that, you know, rooted on earth, you know? Mm. Yeah. So the way that I experience the 3D world and having a human body is it's a privilege and it is still a bridge. So it's not the final point. It's just a bridge. It's an instrument that we've received and I've received that you've received it's an instrument that we've received a type of a prism which is really a prism like all the colors are opened up it's a prism that we've received through it we can look experience touch feel smell expand the perception of what being is So it's not an end point. It's not, you know, there's no, there's, life doesn't end. It's just a bridge between divinity to divinity. It's like a, a tunnel that divinity is passing through 
And I have, as a human body, the privilege to witness what is happening because it can be more visible, touch, smell. Like I can, I can have this experience. I can have more detailed, metaphorical experience of what is being. What is consciousness? I can have the the limited prism on the unlimited potential. And it's like it's it's beautiful, it's a privilege. And I most of the people are very much occupied in the 3D and actually feeling so limited by the 3D, but they don't give themselves the privilege to lean back to their mightiness. They are even afraid to lean back to their mightiness. Some people are aware of how privileged they are by having life and having, you know, being in a constant miracle experience, a miraculous experience. You're in a constant miraculous experience by whatever you do, everything that you do, everything that you're celebrating in this life, everything that passes through you. I feel that as you evolve in your spiritual path and you integrate this aspect, not from the human part, but rather locate yourself and anchor yourself in your higher self, in your divine self, and from this experience, everything. It doesn't mean that you're not going to have human body and human experiences and, and human moments. Of course you will have. This is the game. But you don't need necessarily to stay there and only there. Because we experience everything through the senses, and the senses are telling us a story, and the mind is addicted to a narrative because this is how the mind can operate. He needs a beginning, a middle, and an end. He needs a timeline. He needs yesterday, today, and tomorrow. We can be hooked to that. And the invitation, I feel, on the spiritual path is to know that that exists, but it's not the end. It's just mm. one part. It's just one prism. There's way more things. There's way more you. And, there's, and this is freedom for me. One of the things that I love to express and, and to, to verbalize is when you are hooked to the limitation of the human body, you experience life as a victim. There is no other choice. We need to take a deep breath together in order to open it up. Because the victim is the one responsible for a narrative to be created. 
narrative cannot be created if everything is specific, right? If there's just one, one tone, one sound, one color, there's no, nothing is moving. So there's no narrative. For a 3D world to happen, we cannot have one dimension or all dimension. We need to have some play of the dimension. So for a narrative to be creative, created, a victim consciousness needs to be applied. It needs to come into play. Because the victim is the one who will decide that he is a victim and there is a persecutor and there is someone who will save and then everything starts to happen and there's like a story. And the plot. Story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everything happens, right? So the human consciousness, the limited human consciousness have some percentage, a signature of a victim consciousness. And each victim consciousness is, you know, their style of what victim consciousness is, right? It's like a signature. We don't have all the same. So the human consciousness, even if it is very, 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 very evolved, will go through experiences, living life, through experiences that I experienced this story, I experienced this love, I experienced this travel, I experienced this uh, money play, I experienced this food, you know, I experienced this medicine, experiences. But the creator consciousness is experimenting, not experiencing, it's experimenting. So the victim, the victim consciousness is in a certain outcome and it's attached to an outcome, attached to achieving something or not achieving something. And, you know, like, did I experience my goal fulfilled or not? Did I experience this love that I wanted? Did I experience a birth and a child? Did I experience this breakthrough? Did I manage to create it by experiencing it? Or can I experiment? Can I just say that I sense something and it is beyond my mind, beyond my logic. Actually, any logic will say that it's illogic. Mm -hmm. But I sense it and it is moving through me and I can surrender to my light. I can surrender to the creator that I am. And the creator is okay in experimenting thing, things. I'll we'll try that. I'm going to put that. And I'm going to move there. And I'm going to stop that. And I'm going to bet on that. And I'm going to give this. I'm going to receive that. I'm going to swallow it. Uh, what gives the creator the power to experiment is that he is always connected to what is happening. So he can experiment. This play is an experiment. Right? The creator is not final designed, undeveloped, like cannot develop more masterpiece no it's a constant experiment this is a long answer to your question about grounding but i feel that this is what we need to understand 
first if we want to speak about grounding. And then again, go back to, okay, I have a human body and this human body is a bridge. And this human body is like an epic bridge because it can do so many things. And I can have my constitution. First, I have my constitution of what can I do with it. But then you find yourself, you know, each one can find what is his, you know, main thing that makes him like he likes to stretch his body and flip flop in the air. Or maybe food would be the things that your body will give you the most presence experience or making glove or working in the garden and touching things or, you know, like there's like you have all the variety of what you can do with your body. And then, yeah, on the 3D world, you can ground there. So, you know, if you ask me, I ground through cooking. Mm. Like I work. I love that too. All day, I work all day in my spiritual world and write and, you know, like all the downloads and all the teachings and all the transmission. But then I take a day where I cook and there's something with the smells and the alchemy that is happening. Even that when I speak about grounding, there I put alchemy inside. But this, this is who I am, you know. <laughs> it's alchemy of creating some smells and taste and colors and and that ground me very well walking in the nature ground me very well but i this is not what i call grounding this for me is a physical body maintenance it's not grounding and i feel that this is what we're doing now in this conversation is upgrading what grounding is there is a physical body maintenance which is named by in if I go back to universal chakra and human chakras, in human chakras, this is named as grounding. <sighs> yeah, but grounding is much bigger than that. Creating your legacy in this world and really caring for the next generations and what will stay in this world and actively being aware in your daily life this is grounding for me. Channeling advanced templates and making sure that people are integrating that and aligning themselves into higher frequency in order to maintain this blissful planet. This is for me grounding. Most people speak about grounding like maintenance of the physical plan of the body. It's good. It's not that we don't need that. We need that. But you're, you're much bigger than that. And I actually feel that many people, when I introduce this to them, feel joy. It gives them liberation. It gives them, indeed, a sense of fulfillment. Some people, you tell them grounded, they say, what is it? What, what, what would you like me to do? Put my feet on the ground? Yes, go, go, put your feet on the ground, definitely. You know, like, this is good. Go to the ocean, go take a walk, eat an apple. This is really good. But this is just a 3D dimension of what grounding is. Grounding is much better, much stronger, way more important. It's the... It's the dialogue that we have with the 3D realm. Oh, I love that. 
I mean, I loved all of this, <laughs> of course. <laughs> but that was that was a, a really beautiful way to put it. It's the dialogue of the the spirit, the energy, the light that we are with the 3D. And as you're saying about these two concepts that you introduced of grounding, one which is the maintenance of the physical body and the other one which is the conversation with the 3D world. When you're speaking, the thing that's coming through is that conversation, you know how everybody, we all are, especially when we begin this journey of of moving beyond the body, beyond the consciousness of the body, beyond like, this is not the end. This is not all that is. The first thing that we that we feel that's missing is that sense of purpose and that sense of mission, that sense of unfulfilled mission. Like there is, there, there needs to be more meaning. There needs to be more purpose. There needs to be something that's bigger than me, me meaning my physical body. And as you're speaking, the way that you are describing grounding in the sense of the communication between our soul and the 3D world is that that we're seeking, right? It's what we are seeking is that communication with the 3D world. What we are seeking when we begin to look to this depth of spirituality where everybody calls purpose, mission, is that communication. And how beautiful that that communication, as you're saying, for you then becomes what is my legacy in this planet? And for everybody, it looks very different. But at the end of the day, and there's people that have very specific mission or that it feels like they're so clear on it and it's one thing. And then there is, you know, others that have a wide variety of conversations that they're having with a 3D at the same time. So... This is just like a reflection of some of the things that you're speaking in a way that I'm seeing it, which is like how we feel ourselves, quote unquote, real in this 3D reality is through the communication of the purpose, quote unquote, or the mission, quote unquote, being experienced by others in this 3D reality which is a way of grounding, right? Because if I have created a legacy, then somehow I can experience it too. It is an experiment as you're talking about, which I love that concept of like what it is here, what it is that we're doing in this earth. It is an experiment, but we get to experience it as many others. And the more we experience it, the more, again, we're grounded in this experience. Yes. 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 And I'm just looking at you as you're describing it, and I can see how you were even starting to smile when you were, you know, just reflecting back the meaning of grounding. And suddenly you received, you know, like I felt that you yourself even received so much permission to, yeah, indeed, I follow my legacy. Like this is this. And and I and I feel, you know, one of the things that we received is a free will, right? We received free will. What is it, this free will, if not the gateway to move from experience to experiment 
and then through the experiment to experience. The free will is the one that gives you the freedom to experiment. So I agree with you. Some people have a purpose that they are working on it, we can say even through several incarnations. Mm-hmm. It's only one incarnation. It's like you need, you need several, you know, timeline and several bodies to fulfill a certain life purpose that you came, a certain part in this game. And there are some people who have a purpose for a specific life or for a chapter in their life and people who have different uh, parts, we can say, in their life that touch different purposes. Your wording is calling me to bring this sense of unity that I feel can for those who are following the conversation and, and can really be part of the conversation and can be nourished by this conversation, I feel that the piecing that we are both can add to them is your purpose is the one that connects you to this life in the sense of it is good for you and it's good for everyone. Your purpose is for the highest good of all. So it is your purpose and it is the planet purpose. It's this realm purpose. And of course, it would be your purpose because you're going to experience it and it's going to pass through you. But it is the planet purpose. Everyone is working with you for that and you are working with everyone for that. And this is, I feel that the sense of purpose is really strong when you are acknowledging that it is for the highest good of all. Like I feel that in this conversation now, we give another injection proposing freedom to the listeners, which is, hey, listen, your purpose, you don't need to struggle for it. It is for the highest good of all. The world is really, really interested in your purpose in your life purpose. And this is like a full, this is divine alignment. If, if, if I would tap into the name of, of this podcast, this is divine alignment. The strong sensation that your purpose is aligned with the highest good of all. And it is for the highest good of all. It is definitely for your highest good, but it is for everyone. There's so much freedom in that, that you're not carrying nothing by yourself. You don't need to struggle for anything by yourself. It's more like a fine-tuning. And the journey for you is this journey of fine-tuning. Or it's not too much or not too less, not only me, not only the others. Like The fine-tuning that I can be in a complete alignment and harmony. And I can feel that I've been carried and I am carrying. And I've been and I'm carrying and I've been carried for caring for, like other people are caring for me. Like it's all hmm. this thing of purpose gives 
can give a lot of pressure when it is just being experienced through the 3D world. It can really put people in pressure. It can take life away instead of giving life, which that was the essence of it. It can give you life. It can nourish you. Mm. It can support you. I love this this piece of of you know carrying and being carried at the same time and and giving and receiving at the same time like this 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 really being it all yeah being the one that gives and the one that receives at the same time and i think i completely agree with the pressure that especially at operating at really close frequencies to the density of the physical body and the the rea- the, the density reality of the 3d world as well the pressure that it can put on someone when it's like, what is my purpose? You know, huge, huge pressure. And I, I think that's one of the things that initiated me in my journey to release and relieve people from that pressure. I think that was one of the biggest initiations for me when so many people came to me asking me like, what is my purpose? And I remember bringing so much humor to these questions and you know light and joy from the very beginning I just like laugh I'm like listen you're grasping too strongly to this purpose thing (laughs) you know and from the very beginning noticing the freedom that it came from somebody releasing the pressure of having to find that one purpose and the more and more and more my work has evolved and the work with my people has evolved as well one of the things that I want to bring in is, for me, what I've noticed, and I would love to hear your, your thoughts on these, Omaya, that it is almost impossible for us to not be in that purpose. I completely. It's, you are in your purpose, the fact that you are in your body. Point. Point. Yes. And... <laughs> And so continuing into that and, right. So you are in your, like, I remember talking to, you know, Valentina, who's part of the DA team as well. And saying, even when I quote unquote, don't want to be, or don't think that I am in my purpose or think that things are going a little nuts and things are very chaotic (laughs) and feel like what is going on. Even in those moments, when I look at them in hindsight, I was on purpose. Uh-huh. Always. Yeah. Like, I cannot get off my track because I am the track. Uh-huh. I, I, and, I agree with you. And, and the beautiful thing about this, about not being able to get out of our purpose, and we realize, okay, so, so I am it. And then we arrive home. That's like, I think one of the first points of grounding, quote unquote, as we continue to speak in this conversation. And, and as we arrive in this space of, oh, I am the purpose, the purpose, purpose as oneness, then one of the most beautiful pieces about my work that I have found profound fulfillment has been in the surrender of, as you're saying, I I remember this so clearly the moment I got the download of 
My work is bigger than me. It is about me, but it's not about me at all. Yeah. Like I'm clapping my hands. Clapping. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> This is bigger than me. This is not about me, but it is about me. Yeah. And then in that, in that point, I remember my work began to change because I begin to say, what if what I'm about to say, it's not about me, but it's about who gets to receive it and me because I get to share it. Yes. So again, we go back to this idea of the, the, the giving and the receiving and the giving and the receiving in this infinite sign of connection. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. So what if, you know, us teaching this class, selling this thing, sharing whatever we're sharing right now has nothing to do really with us. We are experiencing yes. ourselves in our purpose, but it is bigger in the sense of it is for us, but it's also for those who get to be in it. Yeah. Yes, and like that, it is for us. And also like that, it is for us. Mm. So I can teach a class, I can, I can prepare myself for the class, I can be really, really in tune with the class. And, but once the class starts, I am a student in this class as well. And definitely mm -hmm. the content that's going to be part of this class is going to be way more... I feel developed most of the time when I'm with my students. It's like, whoop, we up-leveled this additional thing. So I feel that in that sense, the limitation of us, you use this word, you say you were, you were grasping too much. I feel that this is such a beautiful expression because it's really... If you try to hold too much to what is the purpose and you try to get mental about it and you don't accept that sometimes your mental body will be on top and sometimes your emotional body and sometimes your spiritual body will be on top, if we can say like that, in the 3D world, there would be different things that are going to happen along the way, but you can just stay calm while everything is dancing and realigning and realigning. And the reason that it is bigger than you is because every time, most likely, you would be occupied with one of your bodies. Most likely, you would be occupied with your thoughts, thinking about this project, thinking about the launch, planning the launch, thinking about, you know, like the income, the expenses, you know, the day, the time. So the fact that your mental body is on top at that specific moment doesn't mean that this is all that exists. And there would be time that your emotional body is going to be on top and suddenly you're going to start feeling the people signed in, they didn't sign in, they are in the class, they are not in the class. I feel it, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm concerned or I'm celebrating. It's like every time there would be something else that's going to be on top in your experience of your creation and this is your part in the game but it is even within you it's beyond you and of course in the universe of course on the planet it's beyond you even within you your purpose is is beyond you you can only experience it every time through one part of the prism it doesn't mean that the rest do not exist hmm. And one thing that you mentioned, which was as this 
um, filters or, you know, parts of the prism, whether it is, you know, the, 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 the emotional body, the mental body, the energy yeah. body, you stay calm as you witness. Yes. And I have a word for that, that I've been cultivating for a while now, which is my steady place. Yes. And I always tell my clients, as long as you remember your steady place and you're conscious of it and you come back home again and again and again and again to that steady place, you're never lost, you're never ungrounded, you're never in the drama, you are in the steady place within. And in my body, now, would love for everybody that's listening to this to ground this a little bit, grounding, to, <laughs> to kind of center it in the body a little bit. It's to ask your body in this moment, where in my physical body is my steady place? That place is this, the, the place of, we can call it home. We can call it peace, calmness, uh, neutrality. Uh, zero point. And there is a place in the body that that exists, that that is there. And in this entire conversation, as life moves, because it is movement, is constant movement, you know, all these energetics, all these creations, all of these things, all of the feelings, all of the movements, all of the, all of it, it's in constant movement. But it's moving, but we we are not in a sense. Yes. Yeah. There is a place that is not moving. Yeah. Never shaking, never, never on ground. Ne- it's, it's just there. And is that steady place yeah. within. Yeah. And when you touch that place and you're able to be in that place, then all of this conversation that Omaya and I are having right now in this moment, I feel like it becomes, then it can be a game. Then you can witness it. Then you can feel safe. Because I think sometimes these things can feel a little bit like, you know, you can feel safe, as you're saying, to stay calm. So I just, I wanted to like drop in this, this little piece about the steady place. Yeah. I feel that I add one word, one sentence to what you're describing energetically, and I feel that one of the things that we can experience when we are in this steady place is that this is the space, this is the place that creates space. Mm. This is the place within you that creates space. And that space gives you space give you freedom, gives you the rest, the calmness. It is from there. It's like an effortless generation of space and of freedom. Mm -hmm. It's an effortless generation of it. It doesn't do anything, but because this is the thing, because it is space itself, then it reminds you to... Okay, there's big, there's vastness here. Mm-hmm. I feel inspired to add something to it, may I? Yes, please go ahead. You know, we 
we used to read books, black ink on paper, white page. So the mind gets used to focus on black signs. So if you're going to give someone a paper, one paper, white paper, and there would be one dot on this paper, the mind will immediately be attracted to see that. The mind will not be attracted to look at the white page. For what is happening, what you're describing when you're giving your clients this, you know, anchor in this sacred space, in this steady space, place within you, what you're telling them Please do not focus on the point, the black point on the paper. You are the white paper. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I feel that this example for me summarizes all that we've described in this conversation. You can have a 3D body and you can be very occupied in what this 3D body is experiencing in you know, in your business, in your success, in your limitations, in your food. But, but hey, you are an infinite white page that everything can be on it. Happening through, yes. Yeah. Yes. You can write the story. This is the metaphor that came when you were... I love it. And I, as you say, I think it describes the entire conversation. It really, you know, brings that vision or visual of the vastness of the conversation that we just had. So this has been so beautiful, Amaya. I I thank you so much for opening up. And as I said at the beginning of the conversation, I don't know where we're going, (laughs) but I know that we're going somewhere really, really fun. (laughs) And, you know, I, I love when you share your depth and in your mind and the way that you see things and the 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 templates that you've brought down and the last thing that I would like to add as a as a reflection for 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 all that you are Omaya is this vessel and when I say you of course I'm referring to we all are it the same thing which is our purpose is like we we become this vessel for the all to move through us And you do this so beautifully because you are this vessel of this higher templates are coming through and this higher wisdom that is coming through and this, you know, new paradigm that is coming through. And there's so much that you in your purpose, which is, you know, this vessel of of receivership, are it's allowing yourself to to have in, in such a vastness. So what a beautiful thing to witness. I, I am I'm always in, in, in deep gratitude to you and an honor to, to cross paths and to know you uh, and to be in, in this together. So thank you so much for being here in, in, in Divine Alignment. And thank you for that little um, reflection of, of the name as well, because I think um, that was spot on. So for... Those of you who just listened to the conversation, I want to say two things. The first thing that I want to say is this is a conversation that, and I say this every time I channel as well, like we try so hard to grasp the concepts with our minds, but we really got to bring all that we are into this conversation, not just the mind. 
You got to bring your energy body. You got to bring your emotional body. You got to bring your, your, your mental body. You got to bring your all to this conversation. And it might take a couple of times, but let it nourish you and, and free you from limitations um, in any, any way that you have uh, or are operating on at the moment. And the second thing that I want to say is follow Omaya, get to know her. She's incredible. And I'm sure you already want to do that. So we'll make sure that we leave all the show notes. Uh, we'll leave all her information on the show notes, but really get to know this woman because she is just so, so, so magical. So uh, Omaya, what is what is going on with you right now? What is the ways in which people can work with you at the moment? Mm, well, first thing did is to be open that working with me is really being in my presence. Like you were saying, you cannot grasp all the information. Some people will feel that they need to repeat and listen again and again. And some people will be in the place that they trust. That's what they got, they got. Mm-hmm. And it will come in the right place when there's a reason why they listen to it. They listen to us now, right? So, of course, there is a possibility to work one-on-one in mentoring with me, which is going through life with awareness and really having the potency of full presence and becoming aware and actively cooperate with all of your bodies and all of the segments that alive are alive in this life. And there are different um, programs or masterclasses that people can um, join. Most of the things that are being offered is either about business energetic, but it's more energetic than Mm -hmm. business, of course. Uh, Evolutionary codes, advanced codes for healers, for people who are working with with other people like um, spiritual coach or... Uh, life coach or even business coach I have a lot of artists also are coming to learn with me there's a and there are also teachings about our emotional body I teach it in a way that I haven't heard anyone teaching it it's really living through the emotional body and embodiment sovereignty those are the topics that people can come and join my realm I love that Thank you so much. I will, we'll make sure that everything is on the show notes. And um, I could not be more grateful for this conversation and for you. And of course, for everybody that it's in this conversation with us. Like, I am so happy that you're here, that you're in this frequency with us, uh, and that you are part of this conversation as well. So uh, very, very grateful, Amaya. Thank you. Daniela, I'm also super grateful. And really, in that, as cosmic as it will, will be for some of the listeners, I'm very grateful that you were incarnated. It's like in that level of gratitude. So good that you're here. So good for the place that you're holding in this life and for everyone. I can really, really feel the pillar of light that you are and it is significant. That means so much. I'm I'm out of words. (laughs) Thank you so much. It means... It means a lot. I feel it in, in all of my bodies <laughs> and I feel it in the depth of, of, of me. So, so thank you for that. Thank you. 
Thank you so much for listening. If you love this conversation and want to explore deeper work together, make sure that you reach out directly to me instead of Instagram and also join our free community on Telegram. I will leave all the links for you on the bio. Until next time. Magic awaits. <laughs>